Welcome back, my friends. Welcome to the Time to Elevate podcast. My name is Isaac Prince. Today is December 8th. <laughs> December moved by fast. Very excited for this episode. And as always, I'm very grateful that you tuned in. Hopefully, you can get some value out of this episode. I'm going to be offering some of my own anecdotal advice and some research. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Anyways, I can't wait. So let's get right into this. Welcome back, my friends. Uh, <laughs> today is December 8th, like I said, and today I've got a pretty fun podcast for us. I want to start off with this story that we're going to kind of imagine here, all right? So bear with me. I want you to imagine a young man. I want you to imagine a young man who is, you know, he's probably around your age, maybe 16, 17, 15. He's around your age, and he lives around where you live, same circumstances, pretty average guy. He is naive to his potential. He has a capability. He has the capability of wielding great strength, physically, spiritually, and mentally, but he's kind of foolish. You know, he's, he's kind of a foolish young man. He's almost insecure, too. He's got doubts but he has greatness within him. He could live a life of meaning with people that matter. He could become someone with more kindness, wisdom, and meekness, and he could even imagine he could become someone with the the best values who actually achieves them. He could live a life with a beautiful family, with a wife, and exhibit the fullness of his divine creation. He could try harder every day to become better. He'd work every day. He could. He would fail terribly and horribly, but in that he would grow immensely. (laughs) He could rest his head on his pillow every night, tired, exhausted, worn out, feeling like he's given it all he's got. Grateful. Because he is doing God's work. He's doing the work that he was created to do. There is a power in doing, and I'm just going to say this real quick, there's a power in doing something you feel is meaningful to your community, to yourself, to your family, to your friends. There is a value in doing things that aren't selfish. Let's be honest here. I've never met anyone who serves others that isn't happy. I've never met anyone who consistently gives their effort, their value to someone else, something else outside of them, bigger than them, and loves it, enjoys it, and is not happy. I've, I've never met someone that is like that. Now, I want you to imagine this guy still. And I want you to take this into the picture. This young man, as good as he could become, as amazing and as high as he, his cup is, he chooses to surround himself with people who have given up on their dream, who don't believe in their potential, not only for them, but for him. They settle for where the dice has placed them. They believe that divine destiny is a fantasy. You were not created for anything more than just to exist, have fun, work at a job you don't like, but hey, it's got a lot of money, and then after you can retire and have more fun. Life is about happiness for them. Emphasize only happiness only for them. They participate in drugs, pornography, Dangerous behavior that almost is it's suffocating them, right? It's suffocating their soul. It's almost 
damaging this perfect idea, this dream of what they could become. It's hurting it. It's tearing it apart. It's, it's melting it. It's dissolving it. It's hurting it. These choices they're making, the addiction, some of the tragic life events that happened to them, it's all, it's, it's hurting the dream. Now, these men that this young man is surrounding himself with, they die at 20 and don't announce it until they are 80. They die with the music still in them. What does that mean? What does it mean to die at 20 and announce at 80? Now, now John Maxwell, he used to say, well, he still says he's still alive. Awesome. Thank goodness. He says, most people die at 20, at 30. And they don't announce it until they're 80. Most people have given up before they actually die. And if you give up on your dreams, you give up on helping others, you give up on becoming a better person, then you're dead. You're just existing. Most people die with the music still in them. Most people's dreams, the dreams that God has implanted in us, the dreams that we were meant to fulfill, that we were, we were meant to become the kind of person that would fulfill that dream. Most people die with that still in them. They were suffocated. They avoided it. They neglected it. They were distracted. They hung with people that, that suffocated their dream, that deteriorated their effort, their heart, their energy, their potential, who they could be, who God wanted them to be. They hang with people that suffocate this and they trap this. And you look at this and it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. And I, I've seen this happen with people in my life with teenagers, with friends. I've moved around a little bit. <sighs> Family members, I've I've seen, and it, it really is tragic to see how choices, how what you listen to, what you're around, what you choose to be around, how it really is going to define where you're going to go. Because you're only as good as today. You're only as good as how you acted today. The past doesn't matter. I don't care if you helped someone a week ago. I don't care if you were on fire two years ago and you were achieving things and you felt like you were had this momentum. And no, it doesn't matter. What matters is today. What matters is what you're going to do now so that in the future you can be better. What habits are you creating today? What skills and strengths are you developing that's going to make you a better person today? How did you wake up today? How will you wake up tomorrow? How will you choose to go to bed? That will affect you the next day. Yesterday doesn't matter. The only thing we have is right now. So what's invested in the future? Most people won't. They'll invest it in what they have right now, and all they'll get is what they have right now. If you can invest what you have right now for something greater, you can become something greater. It's the <laughs> I forgot who this quote is from, but it's like, live like no one else so that you can live like no one else. That's how I think. I want you to kind of look at this analogy. I've kind of painted it out for everyone. And by the way, I painted this out. It's not a true young man, but it has happened. And there are young men, there are young women out there that are like this. There's a million stories of humanity of people that are warnings. They're, and you want your life to be not a warning, but an example. You want to be an example of how to live with passion, how to live every day, knowing you were created for something bigger than yourself, knowing that you can invest in yourself, knowing that you can personally develop yourself, you can educate yourself, you can become wiser than you were yesterday. You can do that. 
But if you don't and you go down the rabbit hole and you, you make bad choices, you do bad things, you choose to neglect your responsibility, your dream, you become a warning of what people should not be. You want to be an example, not a warning. I tell you this because this is how most teenagers are. Most teenagers don't, and by the way, some most teenagers just grow into sad men. Sad teenagers go into sad men, live sad lives. Some sad teenagers go into great men, live great lives. My question is, why not now? <laughs> People are like, just be a teenager. <laughs> it, it, this is the time for fun and ah, you mess up. Ah, boys will be boys. Let's, let's just goof around. Let's do whatever we want. Why not now? I am living with more potential. I'm living with more fulfillment than I was a month ago. I'm living with more satisfaction every day when I hit the pillow than I was a month ago, than I was a year ago, than I was two years ago, than I was maybe even a couple weeks ago. Why not now? I mean, the way I see it is every day you're not doing your dream, every day you're not serving others, every day you're not doing God's will, you're slowly suffocating yourself. You're slowly suffocating the dream. You're slowly suffocating the potential and it's just getting harder and harder and further and further away for you to achieve. <laughs> My friends, the message I want to give to you today is don't wait. We have so many distractions. Distractions are everywhere. Distractions are pulling pulling our focus, the focus, the energy that drives our dream, that drives our service. Every day it's being sucked and pulled away without our control, without our even knowing it most of the time. What is your distraction? What is your focus being fed to? You know, and let me ask you, let me ask you this question and think about this really. Now, there's, an there's a story or analogy, whatever you want to call it, of two wolves. Now, everyone's got these two wolves, all right? Imagine them inside of you. One wolf we can say is the good wolf. One is the bad. Let's make this simple. One wolf, the bad wolf, this wolf wants you to fail. This wolf, <laughs> it wants to see your downfall, wants to see you suffer. And it's all the bad things about you, all your weaknesses, all your insecurities, all your doubts. And it's trying to overcome you. All right, now, that's kind of a, a not very inspiring message, but we have the other wolf. We got this good wolf. And it's the complete opposite. It is the fuel of your dream. It is what motivates what it is why you are here it is what motivates you to get up every morning it is what motivates you to go to bed what like tired and you've exerted all your energy that's what this good wolf is it's all the good things about you all the good things that you could be now the story basically goes whatever one that you choose to feed is going to overcome you is going to win is going to be what is going to be like the outcome of your life are you going to feed the bad wolf or the good wolf Think about this with your distractions. Think about with with screens. I, I want to get into this, especially with some in other episodes. Oh, such a such thing I'm so passionate about because I've been addicted to my phone. I've been addicted to social media, and it's it's been the worst for me. It's made me more depressed, more anxious, make me look up more pornography. It's it's terrible. We are addicted to social media. We're just addicted to distraction. Whether we're just choosing to have a distraction in the form of a girlfriend or boyfriend, you know, whatever. We're choosing to have distraction in the form of social media, in the form of always looking at YouTube videos. Oh, it's okay. These YouTube videos are inspirational. They're motivational. They're informative. Guess what? It doesn't matter. 
because the enemy of focus, the enemy of your dream, the enemy of your potential is unintentionality. No one got up the hill unintentionally. It's just like what John C. Maxwell says, all growth is uphill. And you can't go uphill unintentionally. Therefore, the only way to achieve and be better is to be intentional about it. And that's exactly what social media does not do. <laughs> it actually steals our intention. It steals our fire. It steals our, our drive. And I, I solely believe that it steals our drive. Here's the sad truth. Most social media, most of the stuff on our phones is actually being used to suffocate and fertilize fertilize the bad things and suffocate the good things. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, fertilization actually isn't only a good thing. And suffocation isn't only a bad thing. What it means is, let's say you're distracted by social media, all right? You're always checking Instagram. And we'll get into kind of how I've tackled this and how I've not, well, overcome is kind of a strong word. But I've I've limited my screen time, great deal. <laughs> it's kind of funny how I, how I did so. And since then, I've, I've gotten a job. I've started my own business, like it's little. <laughs> it's my own little entrepreneurial venture. I've woken up at 6 a.m. every morning. I'm working out. I'm going to school. I'm getting my work done. I get home. I do my job. I get my work done. And I, I, I'm still doing this podcast. I'm actually doing it way more now. And it's all because I stopped the distraction. And you need to stop the distraction. The truth is, everybody, that social media is fertilizing insecurity. It's fertilizing comparing. It's fertilizing this anxiousness, this depression that we have, this unhappiness. Social media, the screens, YouTube, unintentionality. The center of it is unintentionality because while you might think that it's innocent enough to look at you know random dumb videos or it's innocent enough to look at pornography, it's innocent enough to you know just waste time on the internet, whether it's on TikTok or on YouTube, you might think it's innocent enough. Well, you know what? I don't consider it to be innocent to be wasting the time that God's given you. God gives you every breath, and there's no there's no value nor integrity to wasting that. And listen, I'm a hypocrite in saying that because I've wasted tons of time. But I am committing to living an intentional life. I'm committing to living a life on my terms. And the least I can do right now, the first thing I can do is eliminate distractions because then I can feed my focus. It's actually a quote by Jay Shetty. It's like, starve your distractions, feed your focus. It's, I'm probably butchering it, but that, it's something like that. Anyways, like I was saying, you're, we're fertilizing all the bad things about us. We're fertilizing these insecurities. And that's basically what social media does. What we need to do, and, and to the other note, we're suffocating the good things. <laughs> we're suffocating the the great things about ourselves. We're suffocating the work ethic. We're suffocating the value of time, the value of our time, the value of other people's time. We're, we're suffocating these good things about ourselves and fertilizing the bad things. So what we need to do, we need to do a flip-flop. And to kind of get into us, I wanted to explain what I did. I got a pinwheel. <laughs> and it's it's kind of a, it's it's hard. It's a little bit of a awkward phone. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. But and it's got all these restrictions and it's, and I can be honest, it's it's just hard to use for my age. It's a, it's very unpractical. But guess what? Dude, it is has changed. It has changed my life. Oh my gosh, it's totally changed my life. I've only had this for two weeks. All I can do on it is listen to Audible and music. And I even listen to music, so I just listen to Audible. I've gotten much more value out of 
Inten- I, I finished my, I finished book by Benjamin Franklin. I'm listening to books that are adding value to my life and making me a better person. I'm using my time wiser. I'm not wasting. I'm not even checking Instagram like every other second like I used to do. And guys, I can testify to you. It's made me happier. Happy, whoa. It's made me happier. <laughs> it's made me happier. It's made me live more purpose. I feel like my time is more valuable, more productive now. And it's all because I got rid of this distraction. Now listen, this is not practical for the long run, obviously. In the future, when I, and by the way, the, the caregiver kind of like monitors it and stuff. In the future, I won't have a caregiver, all right? I'm gonna turn to the caregiver. But right now we're teenagers. Like guys, this is so important. We're teenagers, dude. We're not making, I mean, maybe you can, you have a business on Instagram. That's awesome. Uh, I actually know a girl that does. <laughs> but uh, maybe you have a business on Instagram. That's fine. Find ways you can limit it. Maybe put it on your iPad or do something else where it's not always on your phone. For me, always checking Instagram and Snapchat and all these social medias. YouTube was a huge one. Every spare second, I'm listening to a YouTube video. Even if it's a quote-unquote good one, it's wasting my time because I'm not intentional with it. So, you know, we, we need to take back our intentionality from our phones. And I had to do that by literally getting it off, like getting the temptation off. And now that it's off, <laughs> I fill my time with way more productive things, things that fuel my spirit and make me hungry. You know, like I felt this increased hunger for knowledge, for wisdom, because I believe that if I can, if I do that, then I can actually become wiser. A lot of people think they, they just pour into themselves, they don't get anything out of it. It's a lie. The biggest investment you can make is always in yourself. And you might think that's selfish. Well, guess what? If you can't, if you can't become a great person, it just limits your ability to hurt, serve others. Like only the, the greatest person can serve at the highest level. It's that simple. So anyways, how do we kind of stop this distraction? How do we limit it? Like I said, you can get it off your phone. That's what I did. In the future, I'm going to have to get an iPhone again. But by then, I'll probably be stronger <laughs> because of these habits I'm developing right now because of... Hard working habits I'm building, the intentionality habits I'm building, and also my brain will be fully developed. Okay, can we just admit this fact that teenagers' brains are actually not even fully developed yet? That's a huge one. So make this decision. What are you? We'll make this clarification. What are you suffocating? What are you fertilizing? We're fertilizing the bad things and we're suffocating the good things. It's time to flip that. It's time to fertilize the good things and suffocate the bad things. It's time to limit the bad and pour in the good, engulf ourselves in knowledge and wisdom so that we can grow our fertile minds. And listen, they're undeveloped. I like to think they're fertile. I like to think that they're in the beginning stage of development. Like that's when you learn the most. So let's take advantage of this time, right? Let's use our time wisely. We're going to feel a lot happier because of it. Anyways, I got a lot of statistics here <laughs> that are talking about, and this is kind of a little bit more sobering for what we were just discussing, how social media and these screens are affecting uh, teen health and suicide and as I'm and I've already copy and paste them onto my little note sheet here it's it's pretty sobering looking at all these I mean we've got let's see <laughs> let's see if I can pick out one of the one of the not very good ones according to the National Institute of Mental Health reports that lifetime prevalence of any mental disorder among adolescents is 49.5% and 22.2% of adolescents will suffer from a severe mental imp- impairment in their lifetimes. Also, young adults aged 18 to 25 have the highest inc- incidence of mental health, mental illness of any age group, 25.8% compared to 22.2% for ages 29 to 49. Uh, 
like it sounds like a bunch of mumbo jumbo if, if of just numbers and percents. What it's basically saying is what the mental the things you do right now, the amount of time you spend on screens, and I can you know read a little bit more of this is directly affecting how you're going to be in the future. It could literally make mental impairments. Then that's that's ugh, like not just you're born with mental illness. You can you can basically handicap yourself, and it's not too late. There's always hope, but. You know, let's make sure we don't spend too much time on this. Yeah. Oof, there's a lot of really sad statistics I could pull up here. I don't really want to dwell on these. Uh, these are mainly just to kind of help me increase my knowledge so I can help more people. But let's kind of wrap this up. I want you guys to know that it's in your control, all right? Intentionality is all about you creating the rules for your life, you creating how you want to live it. And it's going to be hard. You're going to fail immensely and horribly and horrifically and that's the best. That is the best because that's where all the growth is. That's where all the learning is. You can, like it. <laughs> I love this quote by Nelson Mandela. It's, it, it, I never failed. I only learned. Incredible. That's how you. That's why we should all think of this. You know, it's it's not failing. And the bigger we fail, as long as we learn after it, is probably one of the biggest assets we can have because most people hate failing, love failing, love the grind, love getting better. That's kind of my little philosophy with it. So ask yourself when you're leaving, as we leave this podcast, what can you suffocate in your life that's bad? What kind of distraction can you suffocate so you can feed your focus? What kind of uh, focus can you fertilize even more? The, the focus of this podcast, I'm fertilizing by doing it and by researching to help you guys. I'm That is fertilizing this. I'm fertilizing my homework, whether I like it or not, by doing it. Fertilize the good, suffocate the bad. We're going to dive more into this later. I love you guys. Please, please choose to live the intentional life, not the life of unintentionality where it's just up to your situation, up to the people around you. You have greatness within you. Be intentional. Have a great day. Peace out.